72 of the carrying the culture show and everybody our movement is hip-hop here all, all the elements and everything and for me it's really fun because i don't get to talk a lot of dance and that's how i've gotten to all this stuff before and so it's usually just the rap and so i'm extremely excited yo everybody if you're not familiar whoever's this is one of the best poppers best dancers i've ever seen in my entire fucking life yo like like fan like so, I, it's, it's an honor, man. I, I'm thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, I appreciate you, G. No, absolutely. So I, I'm really excited about this one. A couple, um, a couple things real quick before we get started. If you guys got any questions, please put the uh, put them in the use the questions feature below. I can pull them up and then we can look at them. Also, just like on the page, if you get on any fuck shit, I will block you and send you home. So that's how we how we do it. Um, of course. So. Uh, so again, thank you very much, and, and want to give a big shout out to my man Chill Will out there, yeah, who's all holding holding it down, who who actually helped uh, set this up for us. So I, you know, that's my little little homie right there. Yeah, big ups to Will, man. He's, he's cool people. Yeah, he's a good good dude, good dude. Uh, so yo, it's funny. I first I first uh, heard about you, like I was kind of wasn't really paying attention to to what's going on in the scene and stuff. And I first kind of heard about you. I saw a video. I think you had just come home. And uh, and I was blown away by the story and everything. And then I, I started seeing some battles and stuff like that. And, I was, and this was, I don't know when you came home, but it was a while ago. And and I've been tapped in ever ever since. So that's how I kind of like, was like, yo, who the fuck is this dude? Yeah. Like, so, um, <laughs> so I, where I wanted to get started was kind of just, I mean, I'm from the East Coast, man. I grew up an hour outside of New York City. So, like, I, I lived in L.A. for a little bit, and I, I got much respect for the L.A. family and everything. But I always love talking to cats from the West Coast, and, and I want to get a sense for you. What was it? What was the start of all this shit as far as as far as the, 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 the popping and, and shit? Because it's a different scene out West. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's different. I mean, but it's, I don't know, man. Like, it started, I want to say, like, like what I watched and what got me back into 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 like the the elements was Beach Street. It was literally the movie Beach Street that like I don't know, just woke something up inside of me, spoke to me in a whole different way. I was nine years old. I was you know mostly home alone, so at the same time, like it was just like I I, I felt this connection to it, and it and it also like this. Uh, even at being at nine years old, I felt this nostalgia of like when I was a baby growing up, this is what I was seeing around me. You know what I mean? Two, three, four, five years old. I'm born in 82. So watching it was all over the place, especially in LA. We got it a little bit later, you know, but, but it was like people coming over to my house, battling my brothers, like, and my sisters even being in dance crews back in the day. So yeah, B Street is what woke up the beast, man. And it's been a, yeah, history since. Released the fucking Kraken. I mean, that's what that was, yo. Like, no, nah, it was funny that you mentioned that because for me, B Street was a really important movie as well. Like, um, a little bit older than you, but like, when it came out, I was like, that was that was it. That was that was it. Like, yeah, Street and, and to a and to a to a certain extent, breaking as breaking as well. I mean, but all of that that was all around like 84, 80, around that time. It, but um. So that was a that was a huge influence. So, yo, what's it like as far as like just the LA vibe of of, of popping? Like, so I came into this shit. I was b boying, and out east we we pop and stuff. But it seems like as far as the LA vibe goes, that shit seems like it's built into the culture, like ingrained <laughs> into the culture more more so than out where I, like it's like seems like niggas just come up just doing that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a hood element too, you know, like people, people try to downplay on the word pop locking, like as if, if it doesn't exist. And, but you had like, you know, a lot of different elements as well, bopping, you had, you know, animatronics, you have like all these particular styles that I don't think people really define themselves with it unless you're in LA, you know what I mean? Because if you're a bopper, you're a bopper. If you're if you're an animator, then you do animation styles. If you're a waver, you're a waver. Like you really can define your style by just by sticking with a certain like city, inner city of LA. You know what I mean? So you had you had waving crews, you had uh, bopping crews, you had pop lockers, you had dudes that can lock and pop. You had dudes that were just strictly lockers. So, but if you really like. I think if you really, from an outsider's like perspective on just even the culture itself, if you really look back, you know, what was famous was locking. Locking really started a whole new era of dance because if you really think about it, it's people of color on TV. So now I'm watching somebody that looks like us, you know what I mean? Or looks like me or, or relates, makes it more relatable when you see that. So. I could just imagine being a young cat in the early 70s or even the late 70s and just seeing that shit and then wanting to be it. You know what I mean? So a lot of that became relatable to like the movies Breaking, Beach Street and all that. That's that's how I feel. Like, because even watching Breaking, I, I was like, even as I got older, I was like, it wasn't this corny, was it? Like, and, and it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like a, a cartoon. It wasn't the real 
when you, when you see B Street, you kind of see something more different. You see the elements and you see the city, you see the connection, you know what I mean? And you had like Julia Ross Cruz in, in the actual like movie. You knew more about the dancers, just like in Breaking. But Breaking, it was just, everybody was singled out as opposed to like coming together like a squad, you know, like bringing all the elements. So it was a trip, but, but I mean like here, in LA is what I've seen was people were born into it, like really born into it. I had homies like giving me advices from all different, a homie in a wheelchair, uh, Randy which was teaching me how to like do boxes and, and showing me these angles. And he was like, yeah, man, before I got shot, you know, like I used to get down in the low rider position and just bam. And he's doing this in a wheelchair, you know, he's still yoked up because he's doing dips and bar work every day, all day, but still showing me stuff. And this is me as like, I'm, growing up into it, you know? So it was it was a trip, bro, like to see my brothers were doing it when they were younger. I mean, it just has a huge connection to the sound, the funk, obviously. And then you got G-Funk, which kind of like samples all these funk elements. So it's a natural thing to kind of just put yourself into it. You know, talk know? about the differences a little bit between bopping and like, cause like when I came up, like there weren't all the distinctions. It was just if you pop, you were you were beat breaker, b boy. You know what I'm saying? House house dancer, whatever. Like, but it wasn't like within, at least where I was, at least within that whole popping type thing. There wasn't the you know the breakdowns like that. So like, what um what are some of the subtle differences, yo? Because like I've noticed, yeah, I mean, what it's very specific. Like yeah. So what are some of the like ma like major differences like between I guess like even the bop an animation? Oh, he's, can you please do the hand stroking? <laughs> um <laughs> cats, you know, cats be funny in this shit. Um so like what are some of the, 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 the differences, Joe? Alright, so for for you know, I'm I'm not I'm not an OG from the seventies. So for me to to speak on it is just coming from a place of observation, right? So I want right. to give everybody an understanding on that. But well, thanks for clarifying that. Yeah, like from what I've seen, especially with boppers, there's different ways people use their, their upper torso to create a pop effect. Mm. And so and with bopping, it's mostly your upper torso creating that that actual like pop right? Or we call it a hit too. So when you see somebody using their hands and they're doing this, they're not really popping their whole entire body. It's just dominantly their upper torso right. along with their neck, right? So right. it's like from the knees all the way up. So they're creating that effect using dime stops at the same time to create that like boom, 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 right? And then so you'll see mostly it looks like a chest hit. Most people consider it a chest hit, but it's really the actual whole body snapping in place like you're using your entire spine to create that your core is pulling in like so it naturally lifts your chest up so that's like that became a very relatable style to like even um if you think about the mentality of like gangsterism so when you have this hard ass hit meaning it's almost like you're popping really hard and you're really giving that aggression to it you know what i mean so and again this is from my observation like watching big homies like mr animation rest in peace right he was just like, you know, hey, motherfucker, you just hit, you know, like, and just telling me straight out, like, you don't, there's no broken down language for it, you know, until somebody like myself was able to really see all the details through and through. 
So with popping, it's like you're really executing a, a, a quick tension in the entire muscle system. So you, you can use your legs, you can use your neck, you can use your jaw, you can use your arms. It's a whole different situation when it comes to that. Um, somebody like Pete, like you see Pete, the way he pops, he'll use his leg along with his, right. his chest, his neck, his chin. Everything. Everything, bro. It's just like a crazy little shape when it comes to the way that style is. But with bopping, you can see it's the torso really doing most of the work. So, yeah. and that comes from, uh, that's a connection to the Bay Area. You know what I mean? So, like the Bay Area had a whole different style. They call it strutting. You know, so Cali all together is like a, a big uh, mecca when it comes to the styles of funk, you know. So when you have that mixed with, you know, this robotic element and then you have this this energy of the mental kind of like, yo, I want to I want to pop like this or I want to hit like this. You get you get some styles, bro. You get crazy styles to come up out of that. Yo, like so I came up in an area where. And I'm just talking about like street, like just street battles, because I'm not used to like the we're gonna talk about it, the like the organized shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Kind of, but so I came up with like you just seen a nigga out in the club, you hit ready to get it on, like fuck this cat, and um, and you, and you just rock. So I came okay. up in a time where like if you if it was like popping and cats were popping, cats might mix up a bunch of different styles and still get love as long as they were on on beat. In an L.A. battle, like a street battle, like, or something, like, if somebody came in and was rocking, and let's say you were bopping or something, but they were doing some other shit, but it was on point and shit like that, would they get clowns? Like, do you have to, like, out there, is it, like, you can't fuck with no, you can't do no other shit, like, in a, in a, in a battle? Yeah, if you come out and do some, like, breaking styles, in a popping like if you're in a popping environment it's like it's a trip bro but it's like the way they talk shit is very it's very light but subtle and just but it's not like raw like man get that shit out of here like they'll just be like oh man like here this motherfucker goes you know so it's like it's it's a trip but if you have like a style defined right so I'll give you like let me just give you an example of uh, an OG that I that I that I seen do this before. We're at a Radiotron and this dude Daryl Stokes, he's from the Groovertrons out here in Pomona, California. He's hitting the wave style so fucking deep with his with his flow, the whole entire event just like shuts up and stares for like a brief moment. You know what I mean? Because when you conceive that clear of the mastery in somebody and he just shuts everybody up. That's kind of how battles were won in a sense. You know what I mean? Like you had to be very strategic with your approach. And I noticed like a lot of poppers like, oh geez, they'll dance at the same time. It's kind of a trip, but they, they would they would go off on each other like that. But then you have one dude that could just come out and just be super crispy. And it was like the right timing, the right, that right moment and just shuts everybody down, you know? So right. you'll have these one-on-one -on -one and exchanges, but it's like, you know, the vocabulary has to be up to par. Like you have to have that conversation with your styles, you know? Right. So if you can flip a style and start throwing waves, like you could be very basic with your waves, it ain't gonna go your way. 
right, you know. Right. But if you come in and you do a crazy ass move that really makes sense to a character, your character, and everything else, I mean, you're just gonna shut it down. Period. Right. Right. So uh -huh. I mean, basically, you gotta be fucking nice and hold that shit down. I mean, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's 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 acceptable if it's fucking dope. Basically, <laughs> like yeah. Rocking with this shit. I get you. Salute to my old crew in here. Get down, gang. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers up in here. Salute. Um, big up everybody joining on the show. Like I said, if you got questions, please use the questions feature below. I can pull them up. Uh, we got Boogie Frantic in the motherfucking building, man. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Yo, so who are some of like the um, some of the OGs you that like you really respect? I saw on your page and it was crazy. Right? It's just like about an hour before the show, you posted Mr. Animation and. Um, other kid, Air Force crew. Um, Chico and Reed. Yeah. yeah. And I, I fucked with them heavy. And um, rest in peace, Mr. Animation. And so um, who who did you fuck with? Like, who, who who's really, like, somebody where you're like, yo, that's that's the motherfucking dude right there? Growing yeah. up, um, my first introduction even, like, to, the, like, the whole, I would say, uh, the culture in total was uh, Zulu King, DJ Hayes. And he used to go by the name Hamburger Helper. But uh, he's the one that kind of opened my horizon, which allowed me to open my eyes even further, you know? And it kept my mind very open. Like, I was like, yo, there's so many styles. Um, but Chuko, Re, Mr. Animation, I would always have to give it down because they were the, like, they were the, the dudes. I wanted to be Air Force crew just because of them. You know what I'm saying? And and it's crazy, bro, because literally I was a member of the crew, but these fools ended up walking away and going to uni uh, Universal B-Boys with Ivan, B-Boy Ivan. So that, that, that shit was funny, but they were still the big homies. We were still doing shows oh, um, as much as we possibly could. I got to see Re-Rec, Hella Cyphers, you know, and it was just like, like this big homie knowledge getting just passed down to me and but the one thing I'll always take in is just uh, observing everything that they did um, the other cat that really gave me a lot of love was a uh, flat top flat top, flat top. yeah right. he's from Detroit of LA you know but um, he gave me a lot of knowledge bro I used to I used to he's originally from Detroit yeah I, oh, word. I didn't know that word. him and Scorpio they're both they're both from Detroit by Scorpio's way. from Detroit yeah. too yeah bro He's fucking bananas. Yeah, yeah. Like, fucking, I, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit is crazy, bro. Detroit got some, got some fire too. Yeah, but, I mean, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit's a dope city for a lot of, for a lot of different energy, a lot of different vibes. Yeah. I love Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Big up to the three one three for real. Um, Flat Top showed me a lot of love in my teens, man. And and I used to take the bus to City Walk. I used to take the bus whenever I could. They had they opened up the city walk and he used to do hella shows right there. So, and then seeing him on the Radiotron clips, it was just like, I was just like, yeah, this is it. This is what I want to do, you know. So, and there was just those were the main cats that I first, first, first really like picked, pick, pick brains from, you know. Then I got to chill with Puppet Master. He was from the Fancy Dancers, which uh, which was a crew that Boogaloo Shrimp was a part of. Um, then I got to connect with Dre, Bopping Andre, um, and just watching like cats like uh, Bopping Ron, um, Robot Prince, Steen. Steen's from Denmark, but I used to watch OG clips of him 
with his crew. Uh, I think it was Remote Control. They were from Europe. Mm. Uh, and then that was what? Uh, like Morty from Japan. He was uh, he was also a dope like animated animated mover. Um, then I got introduced to the Groovatrons, and the Groovatrons really came gave me like a whole different situation when it came to knowledge. So it's it's a lot, bro. It's a big ass list. Scorpio. I mean, shit. I used to watch a lot of these cats. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, you, you named some heavy heavy fucking hitters as far as like coming up on now. It's funny, man, because when I was doing the promo for this video, I mean, for this this build, I I put West Coast Popper, and then I saw on your profile it said freestyle dancer so like we were just talking about these labels and subcategories and stuff like that so like like if, if someone asked you like like how would you describe it like because 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 I, I i'm not a big fan of the label so much because i'm like yo i just rock man you know what i mean like and, and yeah this is what i may focus on or whatever or maybe what i but it's like the beats hot i fucking get busy so like, how would you like if you had to label it, are you, are you, are you just say I'm a popper? What what's, what does freestyle dancer mean to you? I mean, I'm always a freestyle dancer first. You know what I mean? Like I I I learned so many styles and then how to mesh them together. So it create. It, I have my own element, but I'll enter a popping battle. I know exactly what to do. If I enter a breaking battle, I know exactly what to do. If I were to enter a locking, I know I couldn't bring any of those to that to that table. You know what I'm saying? And and just understanding that, like how to switch hats and just be aware of that, that connection, you know what I'm saying? But when it came down to like, if I can groove the house, can I groove the house? Yes or no, you know, can I do some steps, but at the same time be myself? You know, if, if you're playing some hip hop, like I want, I want to be able to connect to the music in a way where I just feel free, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like hip hop does, does that for me. You know what I mean? Like some real grimy backpacker shit, you know what I'm saying? Like. And for me, that's that's what I've always been connected to. Like the popping element is just an addition to what's like a decision. You know what I mean? Like I'm choosing to show these particular styles because I got to drill the foundations in it, but it doesn't necessarily, you know, I can't define myself as just a popper because I know all these other elements. So and I can and I know how to mix them together in a way where it just looks like it's connected, you know? Work, work, work. You've been doing ground moves in slow motion. It's like, how do you, how do you give that a label? Is it slow motion ground moves? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, we know what we do. It's 2021, fam. We label everything. Be like, but, everything yeah. got a label now. <laughs> it's like, and then there'll be like a subgenre of slow motion ground moves. That's like slow motion ground moves on one knee. Like, you know what I mean? Yo, it's crazy, bro. So, you know, we're about to, it's all about the labels in 2021, man. That's all yeah, a lot of people have told me, dog, like, you should start naming your shit. You know what start I mean? What? You should start naming, you should start naming your shit, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. I can't, I like, I, I don't know, man. I'm not trying to develop copycats. I want people like, name to your understand. Moves? Like, name your own, like, name certain things you do and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. That's a good point, though. Like, because this was all built built on originality, right? Like, right. Like, like everybody in my crew, right now, everybody in my crew back in the day, fucking different styles. Like, you could, you know, what I'm saying, even if they were poppers. Be, so, I, I think it's important that you mention that, man. Like, you're not trying to like spawn, fucking, you know. Nah, so, oh, I I rather feed them the dedication. I rather feed them the discipline than feed them a copy of my movement. You know what I'm saying? 
Because I, I remember at a time there was hella motherfuckers looking like Mr. Wiggles. You know, and it was just Back. yo, that's, that's this is crazy. Fact. Like you guys are okay with just stealing his shit. You know what I mean? Like I get it, watch the tapes and, and study, but like don't take and just all of a sudden like you start doing the wiggles walk or you start tutting like him and doing magazines. It's like that's crazy, bro. Yeah, how you, crazy. yeah, how you do the wiggles, like you can't do that shit, yo. I mean, yeah. like yeah, that no, that's 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 some whack shit to me as far as as far as uh, but but someone I um uh someone just said you should name your moves. Tempo said you should name your moves. Yeah. But, Telling you. Yep. Definitely practice what he preaches always big respect. Yo, so I wanted to get into this battle scene as far as like I'm not used to this shit and since I'm and I stopped dancing for a little bit, but like when I started again, like this was our this was kinda like what was going on and stuff and like I, and it, I was in a couple, but um, it seems like a weird scene to me. Like I, I don't know, maybe you can shed some light on, light on it a little bit. It seems, it seems clickish. It seems like like motherfuckers that should win sometimes don't win. And I'm like, yo, how the fuck? Because that's this fucking man. They ain't the same squad. Niggas just judging the shit. So like, I mean, this is some of the shit I've seen at least at least out here. So no, I, I feel you. I feel you. And I, and I feel a lot of organizers have a lot to learn in order to develop a, an event that actually feels like something you can go to and, and come back inspired. You know what I mean? Lately, it's been a lot of like, and I, I mean, lately as in like the, like the past decade of just events that have just been circulating all these ideas and all this new things and how to mix all this shit and make it, make it one complete event. It's kind of crazy, bro, when you got so many styles coming together all at once, you know, and I feel like maybe we should kind of separate these things so that we can really get educated on what's what's going on, what's happening, you know what I'm saying? Because if you come to a popping event and you just see a motherfucker killing it and you see the judges going for somebody else, it's going to confuse the fuck out of you because you feel like, yo, that motherfucker was killing it. But it's, you know, why did why did he lose? Yes, you know, like what, what, are, what are those responses? You know what I'm saying? Like what was the reason for that, you know? And, and that's why I think the, like, it always gets mixed up with these assumptions of like, you know, are they picking favorites or this motherfucker always gets to win, you know? So to me, I feel like, like there's not enough of that explanation happening. And, and these competitions today, it's, it's, it's really like a game, bro. And I think we need to see it that way in order to understand like, holy shit, like it's really a presentation value versus like rawism. You know what I mean? Like if you go to Cyphers, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get this five four three two one and then get a hand, you know. It's it's until the person either gasses out or gets smoked with the style, you know. So right. there's there's that there's that raw element that can always be on the outside of the event, but if the event is only catered for that kind of element, then you might as well just throw a club or a jam, you know what I'm saying? So these competitions in this format is really kind of like starting to develop into this system where where when you when you select yourself to be an opponent of of an or like a competition like an organized showcase then you need to understand who your judges are you need to understand where you're at you need to understand your opponent you need to strategize like there's a whole different ball game now when it comes to like just going to a jam and going off because 
if if you're a person that is like against repeating moves then you better live to that example if you're a person that is like all right i'm gonna hit them with all these different styles every single round then you really better live by that example but it has to be perfected in a way where it's like a, a, a showcase kind of style, you know? But there's, there's this like underlying thing I feel that, that people kind of either cross it or stay behind it. And it's knowing when to, when to throw your gimmicks in and get the crowd to appreciate what you're doing, where you can memorize even the music or you're just letting your movements be what it is. You know, because if you're if you're just in the lost in the sauce and you're just in the zone and you're like boom and then they count you down, and you weren't finished with your round, you weren't finished explaining yourself, then you're missing the whole thing in in general because you really only got about a minute to really do your thing. You know what I mean? So how do you train somebody to 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 organize their style to a minute round for round? You know so. In a way, it's 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 a training. It's a training. It's how we train, and it's how like um, I've learned now just by even touring the world and seeing all these other battles and how they run things. Bro, the DJs could be off, or they're forced to play music now, like like the freestyle session. You know, my little little homie was like, he's like, bro, they 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 gave us these Red Bull beats. This is all we could play. He's like, and I fought hard, my, my hardest to basically give you know, the best that I can, I can choose whatever I can, but this is, this is the best that we got, you know? Damn. So, so now we're already thinking ahead, like, oh shit, people are going to be talking mad shit because the music's whack. Why did they choose these beats? So it was already kind of set up in that way where, you know, like no matter what you can, no matter what you do, it's going to look like somebody's always going to go online and talk some shit. So there's those things as well. Like none of us knew the sounds or knew the music that was being selected. Or if we did, it was like not the best track that you would see in a final. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of these things that are kind of like being thrown at us because the more organized these events become, the less we have uh, control, if that makes sense. Yes, yes, because the, once the money in the corporate shit gets behind it, yeah, you get some organization, you get you get some big spots and shit, and then you get the corporate money, which is good, but then you get also get the corporate bullshit that comes along behind it, like playing fucking shitty beats because they yeah. got some contract with some shitty ass DJ. Yeah, yo, as I've said three or four times, please use the questions feature below. It has a question mark. That way, I can pull it up rather than putting the question in the chat. Thank you very much. Um, so yeah, that's that's an interesting element. How do you um prepare for a battle, man? You you're in some of these shits. I mean, how do you like approach these? For me, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of mental mental practices. Like, um, I'm training even with Will now. Will's like like a really dedicated student. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I'm showing them like, yo, you got to cram so much into a minute. So I'm gonna give you 45 seconds. You know, like. And it's a timer, bro. Like I time myself, I time my rounds now. And I, and I understand like that's just a process of one type of training. Um, I do these exercises. I, I do uh, sandbag workouts, you know, like I do things where it's like everything is just time-based, which is usually a better better fit for me, especially working out. 
because I can, you know, basically get killed in 20 minutes and just be on the floor dying just just for that second. But it, it helps me understand, like, yo, I can I can go full out for 20 minutes. And if I break this down, you know, round for round, it's definitely going to be cakewalk from here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you, you cruise it. Stand yeah, it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, yeah. Because a lot of these battles, man, I'm mean, a lot of shit, a lot of it's about, Motherfuckers get tired sometimes, and I'm, I'm talking about just like the disciples and the, 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 you know what I'm saying, like cats get tired. Like it's yeah. not even that they they might have been nice, like but like you kept going with more shit and pulling shit out the bag, and they're like, damn, all right, well, you know. So sometimes it's a war of attrition. Like who gets gassed? You know what I mean? Yeah, and you got to be smart too. Like it's it's all strategy. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm gonna come out hitting hard. That's gonna take a lot of energy, so I need to know that my next round is gonna keep me in that in that zone, or at least keep me warm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what was it for freestyle session? I didn't know there was no time limit when it came to the final round, so I was kind of expecting, you know, a countdown, but I just kept going like until I was just like, all right, I think I'm done, you know. But I looked at you know the host, I was like, yo, there's no time limit. He's like, nah. I was like, fuck. All right, like, you know, let me right. let me. Now let me get my me my mental and get just oh, yeah, like, a word like okay let's go yeah switch, switch gears switch yeah gears. yeah so it's 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 really a different approach now you know and and before it was like it was just like I'm just gonna get off I'm gonna fucking represent I'm gonna do my right. shit you know and 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 I noticed like a lot of a lot I wouldn't get I wouldn't get the points bro motherfuckers would choose another style other people so I was like. And I'm watching these other folks and I'm like, bro, they're lip singing and not even hitting the lyrics. You know, like, it's like you're singing off beat. So I'm watching all this and I'm, I'm just dissecting everything that's missing, you know? And then, and I'm also seeing these dudes, they're not even ciphering, they're just waiting for the competition, you know? So it was like a whole different game for me. Like early, early 2000s, I was like, yo, this isn't, this isn't it. But then again, like in the 90s, when we had showcase rounds at Radiotron, you didn't you didn't go one on one. You just showcased. You know, you might have mm -hmm. went after somebody, but it didn't feel like you were really going for this person's head. Yeah. It was yeah. like uh, uh uh it was just an organized showcase. Like you just get to showcase. And that's the one thing I realized about popping is like, ah, okay. I had to give this respect back to the OGs to where it was like it was never really a head to head kind of combatant style, you know what I mean? A word? Yeah, that was that was really never how popping used to be. It was just how perfect your shit was. That's how you got your respect. Damn, that's that's interesting because it was a little different where I was. But that's interesting yeah. that out there. It, it wasn't it wasn't like that. I like watching the um the popping the popper picnics. Them shits are them shits are dope. Yeah, and you notice like everybody's just getting off. You know, like yeah, I, yeah. If, if you battle somebody, like. He might grab you and, and swallow you and, and do some little tricks, but those were like little tricks. Those are little gimmicks. Those aren't the actual dance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not not going for your going for your neck. Yeah, you, you, not getting. Sometimes it's just when you're just with family and shit and just people's. You know, you just you're just rocking and that's not, those are fun, yo. Like, yeah, it doesn't always have to be some fucking cutthroat like. Shit, yo, like you know, like I just like to rock. I'm 45, man. I'm glad I can just get up in the morning, man. Like so, like you know what I mean. The fact if I can still go out and dance with my friends and, and like just vibe out, I'm not trying to. I'm good, you know what I mean. But uh, my man asked a question, like, 
Do you have any, um, what are some of your more memorable battles? Um, I've seen a few that I thought were close, like on, on, on YouTube, but um, what, what are some of your um, more memorable joints? Um, one I always talk about was a battle of me versus Jay Smooth, but it wasn't on YouTube. It was like a 45-minute battle. Big up Jay Smooth. He's in the joint. What up? Yeah. Salute to, real quick, not to cut you off, salute to all the rockers in, 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 um, in the show, man. I don't get to do this a lot as far as have talk 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 about this element that much and the dance and, and, and the whole shit. And so I'm really feeling this. So anyway, go ahead. My bad. Yeah. Um, we had like a 45 minute, I think it was like an hour, 45 minute, but it was a long ass battle. Cause I remember, um, edit, edit was the DJ mm -hmm. and I, I didn't even know that until after I found out afterwards, but he was doing it. It was like a 10 year anniversary uh, event for a drum and bass party. So it was all electronic music, like just, glitch glitch hop and just bassy ass tracks and we were just going off at each other bro um that was one of my most favorable battles um another i think was against kid when i got my first trip to um kid boogie uh when i got my first trip to r16 i think it was like 2009 or 2010 2009 probably uh that was that was a memorable battle for me because it was a fight it was a fight to get that that dub you know Mm, and it was mm. like, finally, I get to travel overseas. Um, uh, another memorable battle was when I battled this cat named uh, Popping J. It was uh, after after a How the West Was One event. Um, it was kind of what I was talking about, like watching this cat like do things but not want to want to be involved in the ciphers. And I remember calling him out, and it was just a crazy. It was a crazy ass exchange, but just the ending part was just like it just completely threw me off. Um, what else, man? There's there's been hell of few. Um, another one was with Bobby, Bobby and Andre. I, and this so, was, hold on, sorry. I posted that joint, yo, and <laughs> that's one of my favorite ones. Continue because we're gonna talk about that one. Then you brought it up, so <laughs> yeah, that was like, I, I, it was it was a trip because it's 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 my young homies, um, you know, organization. They're they're our community organization that we created, you know, that they developed, you know, so we asked him to judge and he was like, he basically was like on some, on some other shit. So he was like, no, nah, I'm going to enter. And I was like, all right, cool. Then, you know, I was like, well, then I'm going to enter, you know? So I was like, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Hopefully we get to the ending. So we did, we finally, like we ended up meeting at the end in the finals but I, I, I've, I've seen him do a lot of his, his things, you know what I'm saying? So I already had a, an idea of what was already going to come. So right. there was a strategy, a whole entire strategy when it came to that, to that battle. And it was like, I'm not going to necessarily go after him because I know that that's what he's going to expect. At the same time, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to show face as he's showcasing because I know he's going to try to use me as an example. So there was all these things going on. And if you see, if you ever watch the whole entire clip, I disappear because I want him to kind of be doing this while he's dancing. And I was just kind of like in the cut, just watching and just saying, okay, cool. Like, oh shit. So there was, there was a whole, yeah, there was a whole entire strategy for that. I got to peep that shit. <laughs> you, you know, so, I mean, just as a, as an observer watching that shit, that was a body, though. You caught a body, man. 
Like that that wasn't no chess match, man. That was a fucking pure attack. That was a massacre. If you watch, I mean, big up Bob and Andre. I mean, you know, he's OG legend in this shit. But I'm just saying. I mean, that's just what it was. Yeah. Like, that that was a you like that strategy worked. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ate you ate that shit. Like, and, and as you said, you made a good point. He came with a lot of the stuff that he not, that he normally comes with. You know what I'm saying? So if you you've seen that on a regular basis, then you know what I mean. Then yeah, I didn't give him I didn't give him any food to play with. I didn't give him any. You know and, and at the same time, I knew it. Like, I knew if I tick, he's not going to try to match that. You know what I'm saying? And if I wave, he will. He'll try. You know what I'm saying? So there was a lot of these things. But but let me let me just clarify. I, dime, I battled Diamond because at that time, he signed up as Diamond. And he'll always he'll, he'll, he'll hold that against me forever. He's like, I told you not to tell him I was bopping Andre. It was like. I'm not going to tell people what to post. You know what I mean? Like, if, if they recognize you, they recognize you. Motherfucker, that's, that's who you are. Like, no <laughs> front. You're like, you want. So he wanted to, yo, some real shit there. Let's keep it 100. He wanted to build in a fucking excuse in case he got burned, which he did. Everybody watched that shit. They, everybody asked where the link is on YouTube, man. You can find anything in the world right now. It's 2021, man. Like, go look for that shit, B. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's on, it's on YouTube. Bob and Andre Boogie Frantic. He got a Boogie 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 Frantic got like a hat on, a little ski hat joint, with some chucks, eating this nigga. Fucking yo, <laughs> yo. I, and I when I when I posted some, I posted it like three times, yo. I try to be respectful in the caption, but it's like, damn, yo, you, you bodied that shit. So yeah, man. I mean, fucking, he built in a fucking excuse, man. That's that's some. I mean, that's. But yo, on some real shit, OGs do that in the rap game too. That that's why they shy away from battles and this and that. To I me, mean, so whatever. But you, you caught him though on on a bad day. I mean, for real, he got him. I mean, that's what it is. So big up, Bob and Andre. Yeah. But, um, yo, what are some of the um, what are some of the um, like dope dope areas outside of the uh, U.S. that are getting getting down with this shit? I I, I mean, we know Korea. Been, been, you know, Japan. They, you know, Asia's been a part of this shit for a long time. So, yeah. But other, what? Any other spots? Yeah, I mean, France right now is is living it. Man. They they oh, got they got a really good connection to the culture, you know, and and are learning how to in some ways evolve and then manipulate shit. So it's it's really it's really dope. Like I, I gotta really give it up to them because. Even visiting there, like visiting the hoods out there, it was it was dope. It felt, I felt at ease. You know what I mean? I didn't feel like I was in a foreign country. It was, which was kind of crazy to me, like like being able to see all the the projects that they developed and then just like hell of people of color around me. You know what I'm saying? So it felt like, like in some ways home. You know what I mean? Like you're just home away from home. But but it's different. You know, it's different out there, and and, and the respect that they give is very is very much like. Like like a neighborhood like L.A. like real cats from L.A. don't really give easy props, you know what I mean? Unless you're like really nice with it, you know. Just like I feel like in New York, if you're really nice with it, motherfuckers will actually give you respect. But if you are right or if you're corny, there's no love, you know what I mean? Like you won't get it, you won't get a handshake, you won't even get fake fake woos and eyes and shit. Nothing, yo. you know. You get, but, you get cold shoulder. And, and in France, that's kind of the same, bro. They they don't really give you like. They just like either will nod or give like a simple gesture, you know what I'm saying? And 
to me, I'm, I, I love that shit because I'm like, thank you. I don't need, I don't need all this. Woo! You know, like you fucking killing this shit, you know. But, but uh, that that's that's what made me feel like, like I felt new again, you know. And to me, that that felt real. That felt hella real. Um, there's also uh, like this this I would say Eastern Europe, also like these cats from Lithuania and, and Poland. Especially like the the females out there, they're hella strong when it comes to the style. Uh, Russia, Russia is really about it as well. They're really trying to get elevate um, their animation game, which is a trip. Um, you got some really dope cats in like uh, even Singapore that I've been and I've seen. Um, there's Taiwan and the Philippines. We got we got a we even got a prospect from MZK in the Philippines right now. And they're just, you know, they, they love the culture, man. They love that it's, it gives light, you know what I'm saying? Um, wow, dude. Australia got, got some heat, too. Got some dope, some really dope poppers out there. Uh, Canada. Canada. Some cats from Montreal, bro. They're raw, man. Yeah, yo, Montreal has been nice with a lot of different styles for a long time. I, I mean, I used to go to, like, parties, like, up up there like in that area and fucking yeah so and then so, vancouver too got a lot of boppers i think on the on the west side they got a lot of boppers a lot of animation um poppers out there it's really dope oh that's dope yo and that's that's what's dope when it's it's, it's it's like worldwide when it's growing and in a lot of those places it's like really fresh too so you feel like it feels like you know what i mean it feels really new again so Mexico, um, Mexico too, man. They got man, bro. I've seen these dudes push like the heart. The heart that they have in Mexico is is it's um I would say some of the only cats I've seen from Lithuania have that same kind of like like I'm just they're just focused. You know what I mean? Like they really want to get on that level and and put in the work to do it as opposed to like trying to make themselves famous. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's that to me was a trip to see. Right. What's it like now, man? I mean, as far as like the the popping scene, like younger cats coming up. I mean, you, you I've seen you do some, you know, you do some classes and teach and stuff. Like, what's that? Like, how do you um, what do you, what do you get out of that? Because like, it's you know switching gears to the t to the teaching vibe. I mean, teaching was very was very hard for me to even accept wanting to actually teach, but when i when i jumped out that's when i really kind of understood like okay there's a responsibility behind it you know and and i feel that me giving the lessons that i do is it's more of a, about the lifestyle of it than just movement you know what i mean yeah. and, and so there's a lot of cats right now teaching whether whether it be choreography or you know moves that can really help you basically develop or maybe copycat but I felt like there the missing element was showing how to live it and be consistent with it whether you work a day job whether you're just you know struggling through school or you know you just need to need something on the side to kind of develop and, and, and create and eventually master um, if you want to get into the industry like how you want to kind of really put yourself like in the industry, you kind of have to put yourself in a bubble when it comes to the style, because if you try to mix around, then you're getting asked to do jobs that you don't really want to be doing. 
So you'd rather be a specialty for what this is, you know what I mean? So, so it's like, I think living in that way, being a teacher in that way and showing that, that kind of like element and that connection has really helped me like understand like the, the responsibility of, of being an educator, you know, especially about this, knowing the history of from Northern California to Southern California and just like, even just knowing the, the gang situation and how that works and how the prison systems here, how they connect to the streets and how this information is flooded out, you know, so, and it's, you know, social, social issues and shit like that. So, and, and you want to understand that racial tension. You want to understand like where all this shit stems from, you know what I mean? Knowing the differences and how, why dance is so important to us and why we connect to it and why we can, we can connect with each other, you know? So right. these things are, are, I think it's just hella important to, to, to understand. Yo, when you, I wanted, cause I, I meant to ask you this earlier. Like, so when you came home, like, how did you come home and like not get into trouble, not fuck up no more? Cause a lot of times, yo, some real shit. I mean, that usually doesn't happen. I mean, like, you know, usually that's not the story with cats. And, and so how did you just, you know, like whatever was going on, leave all that behind and, and move forward? It was, it was, I mean, it was a list of shit, but it was really um, the support, the support that I got from the dance community. I had no choice to like, I mean, I, obviously you do, but for me, I felt like I had no choice but to honor them back, to give them that respect back, to give them that love back because it, it was very rare but my courthouse was full, bro. There was people still waiting outside because there wasn't enough seats. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's a story that's very hard to tell and, and believe at the same time, but that's really what kept me like strong. They performed in front of the prison, in front of uh, uh, the holding center that we were at in downtown LA. Two days in a row, I got two different groups of people that got to perform for the prisons, dog. And I was like, how do I, how do I come back out and still fuck up? You know what I mean? How do I do that when I have this? You know, when I have that kind of support and that kind of love, you know what I mean? Cause it's, and, and, it's, and it's, a, it's a reality check because, you know, I had one brother going in and out of prison and I had another six feet under. And my choice was to go with dance and really use it in a way where it impacted me and it inspired people and I had to hold on to that inspiration. I had to remind myself, don't forget why you're doing this, bro. Like, don't forget that inspiration is the source, the key. Like, you want to help people understand how you can get out of this mindset. Because I was surrounded by motherfuckers I grew up with. I was surrounded by my brother 100%. And I was like, I can't, dude. I just can't. Like, I, I know I got to run with who I run with, but there was a time, like, bro, there was a time in there, bro, Fuck. There's this young black kid that comes up to me and he's he's young, bro. I, he didn't look any older than 19. And he was like, man, you know, I, I want to dance. And, and like, do you teach? And and I had to like school him, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, you know, we can't, we can't share like that. We can't be in the same rooms for a period of time. You know what I'm saying? And, and I go, as much as this shit pains me to tell you this, like, if we were on the streets, bro, like it's, it's a different situation, dog. But in here, there's rules and we have to follow those rules. 
It's like, so I suggest you talk to your big homies and just let them know like, yo man, like, you know, this is what I want to do. And, and hoping that something in some ways can help you out, but I, I can't, I can't bro. You know, and, and, and that fucking, that, that, that shit never left me, bro. That shit never left me, dog. So knowing, you know, and, and, and it's, it's a different situation in there than it is out here for sure. You know, it's like you got to really uphold and stay true to who you are. But I danced in there, dog. I didn't bullshit. I told them straight up, you know, I'm a fucking dancer outside. That's what I do. I'm affiliated by, by my brothers. I understand that, but this is, this is who I am. And it, and it actually held up because people saw me trainings, people saw me practicing, people saw me stretching, people saw me doing my thing. And, and they were like, all right, fool, you ain't, you ain't bullshitting. You ain't, you're not faking the funk, you know, like, we got drug dealers in here that can't even fucking put in for commissary and you're over here, you know, helping out. You see, you're saying your friends are on TV. You got photos of your homies right here. Like we believe you, you know what I mean? So like you're a righteous dude, you know what I'm saying? So I got, I got blessed, bro. I got blessed, but I had to remember that. And that's what kept me, kept me like through and through. And I was ready to like turn around and just be like this to the US and just, and just dip. And I did. I traveled, bro. I collected fucking passports. I collected stamps, and I was gone. As soon as they gave me that the green light, I was like, I'm out. And I just started traveling. But the traveling made me understand a lot about different cultures, um, different oppressions. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and, and it schooled me. It schooled me a, a, a bunch because I connected with the people. I wanted to understand what is your struggle. Like, why is it that we have this, this thought process of, you know, when it comes to Europe, when it comes to China, when it comes to Russia, when it comes to Korea, like, what, what is, like, what, is, what do you guys really do? Like, and, and I got to, I got to see it. I got to see their struggles, you know what I'm saying? And, and it was a trip. It's a trip how controlled the world is outside of the U.S. You learn a lot by traveling. And I always tell people, you know, just travel, even... Even within your, and California's biggest shit. So even within California, even within your own state, like get the fuck out of your hood, man. Yeah, like bro. please, like take get the fuck out of your hood. Like there's way more out there than, than just your, your, your block, man. Your project or whatever it is, you you know, for real. <laughs> so that's 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 game right there. Yo, what's the um, what's the end game for you with this shit? Like, is there one? Are you just gonna do this until your legs just and your body just stops working? Is it just is it like just for the love? Is it are you trying trying to just what what's the end game for you? I mean, I have a lot of a lot still have a lot of dreams that I haven't accomplished. You know, like I had a lot of bucket list checklists. You know, I got to I got to mark off, but I feel like the impact isn't big enough yet. You know, and I want to be able to understand, like, I want to, I want people to understand what this really is, you know, and, and to, to eliminate the confusion, you know, so I'm, I'm, you know, there's, there's an opportunity to open a school, there's an opportunity to like, you know, develop a company, like all these things are, are in hopes that I can actually develop a business, but I got to really kind of get it here first, you know, so that it makes sense for me, so that I can really understand how to connect it to to folks, you know? So there's, there's still there's still much more to develop, even when it comes to teaching. You know, I realize it might be smarter to develop a curriculum plan so that beginners have 
a, a, a light at the end of the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if I go through all this and, you know, what, what can I, what's tangible that I can connect it to so that I can continue pursuing? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's in it for me? If I spend all this money and pay, and then what do I get at the end? So, <laughs> yeah, I've learned I've learned a lot when it comes to like just asking questions and to the right folks and who do it for the right reasons and just like you, like asking questions, like yo, like what do you, what do you, what's the end game result? You know, so um, I'm starting to see more clear now when it comes to like, you know, if I, if I do develop a school, who can I connect with that can help these these young kids travel or can I connect them overseas or can I actually, can we transfer all this to a main place and be able to train these dancers and make them, you know, a bigger impact on the global community, you know what I'm saying? So for me, I felt like my community is no longer just here in, in, in my hood, it's, it's around the world. You know, I've developed an online community. Um, I've connected with so many out, outside of just the US and outside of LA, so, right. but how do I, get these resources and how do I start plugging them together you know so yeah there's still a lot man I mean I, I, I did I just did me the homie Jay Smooth Slim Boogie and, and Smooth Galaxy we just did a Chris Brown music video so that should be coming out like there's all these things that you could still develop but I still feel like as movers dancers don't get enough respect and don't get enough shine and don't get enough paper in order to Thanks be respected you know so Fact. how do we how do we change that because what i see in europe I, I don't see here in the states so i gotta figure out a way to really make this and and figure out a way to where it's like it seems like it's worth it in the end so somebody doesn't end up like me going to fucking the feds for two years having to fucking collect their thoughts and then come out and be like okay it's time you know what i'm saying Right, right, right. No, that's what's up, man. That's that's real talk, and that's that's the that's a good end game to look at to look at that big picture. And that shows a lot of maturity. We're gonna have to get on out here. We got another show with my people. Save the hip hop culture. A real quick update. Uh, we got Friday. We got our grimy San Diego Spinner Boo Boo the Prince. Next Wednesday we got our man A Plus Hieroglyphics. Followed by the following week, uh, Tri State Gold Chain, and then. Um, followed by Billy Dance, MOP. So, nice. um, getting it in. We just had Boogie Frantic, so fuck with him at Boogie Frantic. Yo, this was a pleasure, man. I, I really appreciate this. Uh, this was a, a great build for me, and I, I, I got a lot out of it. So, thank you very much, man, for real. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you, man. Keep pushing. Keep pushing, bro. No, nah, man, for real. Any, any, anything you you need, whatever, like promo-wise or whatever, we we got something you want to push, we got you, yo. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, I fucks with you, man. Like, on some real <laughs> shit. Like, on some, on some human shit. I mean, yeah, I just, yeah. you know, the dance, you know what I mean? Just on some real shit, for real. So, salute to everybody uh, joining in. And on the, sh on the show, it was a great build. And we're going to get this up on the YouTube. I'll tag you on all that stuff like all that. Right. Rock with carrying the culture, a little underscore at the end. And uh, thank you all. Appreciate you, man. Be good. Yeah. I'll, I'll tag you and everything. All right, same G. Salute, baby. Appreciate you. Peace.